back once again to the Tom and Coach Show. And uh, this is Tom and... Ricky's on the phone with me, so Ricky, how you doing, bud? Good. How are you today, man? I'm just doing peachy. So it's been a minute, and yeah. uh, <laughs> I know uh, I know some of our followers. They're uh, they're kind of like, hey, you know, when y'all go to do another show? Uh, we've been trying. <laughs> yeah, yeah. With baseball starting and uh, schedule conflicts, it's been a little tough, but uh, here we are. We're ready to talk some. Uh, some region two basketball oh absolutely so uh i gotta ask you man how's your arm doing because i know uh the other day you sent me a picture well you took quite a wallop on the arm from one of the batters yeah uh it's not broke so uh got a nice bruise from the uh, uh wrist to the elbow but uh was able to uh throw bp yesterday uh so all was good that's a good thing man because i'm gonna tell you that really looked awful <laughs> it had a nice little goose egg on it. <laughs> yeah, to say the least. To say the least. <laughs> so, uh, I tell you what, I guess we'll just jump right into this and, and tackle some things that have been going on in the region and starting off with a few milestones. Um, of course, uh, Monday night, uh, one of my personal favorite players, Brooklyn Clark got her 2,000th point for uh, Hopkins Central. Now, of course, Brooklyn uh, has played at um, at Dawson Springs, and she played at Webster County for a year, and then she's played the last two years at Hop Central. But really good kid, of course. I hope everybody's taking the time to listen to the uh, podcast where I interviewed her the other day. Um, man, what a, what, a tr- what a treat she is to watch on the court. Yeah, and it's a tremendous uh, basketball player. Um, you know, uh, 2,000 point is, is a, a really big feat. You know, a lot of high school athletes just strive for 1,000 points, and for her to uh, get 2,000 uh, is pretty incredible. It's a testament to her work uh, that she puts in. Um, so couldn't be more proud of her and happy for her and her family. And, you know, uh the other night when they, uh, uh, they they presented a basketball to her there on the court, and in the photo she is uh, she's photographed with her uh, her coach now Philip Cotton, and the coach that she started with at Dawson Springs Amanda Scott, and I'm gonna tell you I thought that was a fitting tribute to both of those coaches that have meant so much to her and have been very instrumental in her career and really made a difference in her life. Now, I, I, I really, uh, when I did the interview the other day, I mean, Ricky, she was saying, you know, this is it. When it's over, right. it's over. And I, I was really sad to hear that because she's such a good player. But you know what? I also understand yeah, I mean, for especially you know your senior year, and when it gets down to the district tournament, and you're you're nearing the region tournament, you, you know it's only one more game, and and your uh, high school career is over, and um, you know it's a sad thing. Everybody, you know, everybody you talk to wishes they could go back and play high school sports again, um, and it's something that you can't get back. And uh, but she has done a really good job. She's represented her schools well, um, and did a fantastic job on the basketball court. Absolutely. So, you know, uh, again, we're really proud of, of Brooklyn and all that she's accomplished. And, you know, uh, you hope Sarah go as far as she can this year. 
Absolutely, absolutely. She, they still got some ball left in them. Um, you know, it's one of the teams that we've, we've said is the top, uh, top three in that uh, girls' region. So uh, you never know what's going to happen. Oh, absolutely. And uh, now another big milestone. Well, there's been a couple of big milestones. For one, Travis Perry this past week. Uh, of course, um, last Thursday night, uh, Travis scored 61 points in a game to set the all-time single game record for Lyon County. And uh, boy, what a game that was right there in front of Coach Calipari and, you know, in the fans at Dawson Springs, the fans from Lyon County. It was a big game atmosphere there. Your thoughts on that? Yeah, I mean, it, it was just, I mean, it was an incredible. Um, everybody got to really uh, watch and, and see his greatness. And, you know, there was a play that uh, Brady saved in and kind of threw it behind the back and went all the way down the court. And Travis went down in the corner and was falling out of bounds and basically shot it over the backboard. Uh, you know, th- th- that's a great night when those baskets are falling. Um, so, I mean, Travis is just, I mean, it just adds to the, the things he's broken. I mean, he's also now only the second player in Region 2 history uh, to get 4,000 points. Um, so, and the crazy thing is, is he's had 1,000 this year. You know, most basketball players go their whole career trying to get 1,000 in, in their whole career. And, you know, and he's done it in one season. So, uh, it was just, it was great to watch, great to see. Um, and just really, really happy for that kid because, you know, he's a great kid off the court too, uh, so couldn't be more happy for him. You know, I, there was something that I was looking at here just a little while ago, and um, that was the total points uh, that Lyon County had scored up until last night. And they had scored 2,500 points. Of course, last night I think they put up, nine, was it 93 or 95 Okay, so close to 2,600, and one kid has got a 1,000 of those. Yeah, <laughs> that's pretty incredible uh, to see. Like I said, yeah, most you know, most kids go their whole career just wouldn't score a 1,000 in their high school career, uh, but he's done it in, in one year, and it's just, like I said, it's great to see. Uh, he, it's just so fun to watch uh, how he does it. I mean, there, there's many games that – when you look at his scoring sheet, it'll say 35 or 36, and he really didn't think he had that much. I mean, it was a quiet 35, 36. I mean, that's kind of what he's done, and he's done that his whole career. Um, and it's just been fun. I mean, he, he's a one-in-a-lifetime uh, kid that you get to watch, so uh, everybody's sitting back enjoying the, the show, and, and he's really putting on a show. Well, and, you know, the other night I was talking to Aaron Clayton, and, um, you know, Aaron, Aaron really – expanded on that you know to saying Travis is a generational player you know we are likely to never see this again in our lifetime Uh, is that to say that there won't be someone else that does it later on no I mean there, there may be but you know you have to consider the amount of points that he has scored and the number of years it had been since Kelly Coleman scored 4,000 points, and now Travis. I mean, we're talking almost 70 years. And yeah. 
it's amazing, you know, and and the kid is amazing. You know, we've talked about him before, of how good a kid he is, and on and off the court, in the classroom, and everywhere else. I mean, you know, you, you can't give this kid enough accolades. Yeah, he's done it in a humbling fashion, and you know, at the end of the day, he'll tell you it's about the wins. And, and I'm a stoked on that. He's the second person in the region to have a thousand points in the year. He's only the second person in the state of Kentucky to do four thousand. Um, so, I mean, that's just—I mean, it's like I said, it's incredible. And like I said, the kid is just top notch. Um, one of the best kids that you could you, you could be around, and, and and he's just like, like I said, he's just awesome to watch. And it, like I said, it's so humbling how he does things and how he still picks his team. I mean, you, if you watch him on the court, I mean, when a kid makes a play, I mean, he's the first one running over there, slapping him on the back, talking to him. So, I mean, you know, he, he is a really good team player as well. Oh, yeah. And, I mean, you know, um, there was uh, – in fact, there was one play uh, that I was told about the other night. Uh, apparently, they called a uh, – a foul on Rex Blue, and uh, you know he he knocked the ball away from uh, tr- from Travis, and they called the foul. Anyhow, Travis patted him on the back. He said that was a good play. <laughs> yeah, so, I yeah. Mean, I mean, he, like I said, he, he's he, he's such a great kid, and like I said, why he's been doing this, he's been humbled and he's humbling to watch. And and you know, the thing is, he's he's quick to congratulate the other team. And, you know, uh, you don't see him walk off the court hanging his head, you know, uh, when there's a loss, you know, he kind of takes it all in stride. And, and you got to and you got to like that about the kid, because a lot of a lot of people can't handle that. Uh, they like no. the winning, but they can't handle the losing, too. Yeah. Yeah. Like I said, I mean, you won't find a better kid um, and a kid that, like I said, he, he said many times, you know, the points really, the records don't really matter to him. I mean, one day when he gets older, he'll be able to reflect on that. But right now it's it's getting back to Rupp and, and seeing if they can go down there and, and win a state championship. Absolutely. Now, of course. Last night, too, you know, with him getting his 1,000th point, how big is this? And, I mean, you think about this story here for just a second. His dad, Ryan Perry, gets his 100th career win on the same night that Travis scores his 1,000th point for the season. How how big is this? You know, what a story. it's something that they'll be able to uh, cherish forever. I mean, it's it's something that's uh, pretty remarkable. Um, it's fun for them, uh, and you know, it's well deserving. I mean, you know, Ron is you know what he's done is he's put a really good schedule together too, and and you know he he's winning games on a really good schedule. So uh, we tip our hat to him and uh, awesome job to him. Kudos to him. I've actually sent him a text message this morning congratulating. Uh, and, and like I said, it's awesome when father and son duo can do that. I mean, it, it's pretty incredible. And, I mean, you know, of course, um, Ryan is just – you know, Ryan is a good coach. And for those who don't know him, uh, you know, he is he is very humble too. And the thing with Ryan is, yeah, you'll see him. Sometimes he can get upset on the court. Uh, you know, he's he's human. But he does such a good job with these kids, and he gives kids opportunities, and, you know, he instructs them. And, of course, he has built a great coaching staff there around him at Lyon County. And you look at the way 
that it has gone and how much things have turned around with Lyon County over the years since Ryan's been there. Yeah, he's done a fantastic job. Um, like I said, he, he puts the, the players in position to be successful. Um, when you get you take him to Lexington and you know and you, and you get to play the teams that he's playing and you're bringing uh, big names team uh, big name teams to your court and you're right I mean he's very humble I mean he, he's a very actually you, you don't see him too many times get really upset during the game I mean at the guys you will in, in the huddle but I think I think this year was the first time I ever seen him get a technical foul um, so he got a little excited but you know it, it's good to see in the coach and and um, you know the competitive nature of him and and how he this comes out in he? Oh yeah, and I mean, you know, of course, uh, if you look back at his uh, his career, you know, uh, just since he's been down at Lyon County, I mean, it's remarkable. You know, this is a uh, this is a team that. Um, if you look back before he went there, they had some successful years, but they weren't like the years in the Perry era. And that's something that, you know, you got to tip your hat to uh, to Ryan for uh, his guidance to these kids and, the, and this team. And, you know, he's now reaping the rewards of building from the bottom up. And we've talked about that a lot, too. You know, uh, we both have talked about how Lyon County seems to uh, not really rebuild. They reload. Yeah, and I think, you know, the thing about Lyon County now is, is – Every year that it starts, I mean, they're one of the region favorites. I mean, so that's really awesome um, when you, you know, and in the same sense, when you're the region favorites all the time, you got that excellent back too that everybody's coming out and, and coming after you. Uh, and they've handled that really, really well. Um, so it's, you know, a fantastic job by him and his staff. Well, and two, you know, um, whenever you have a successful program like that, um, you know, yeah, everybody is everybody's gunning for you, but there are also teams that are not they're not so much gunning for you is they are looking to emulate you. And, oh yes, you know they want they want their program to be like that. You know, um, yeah. they wouldn't uh, they wouldn't trade their people for anybody, but you know, uh, they want their program to be successful and they want to learn from that program. And that's something that we saw last week in the game against Dawson Springs. And you know and I know social media has been all over the place about that game. So let's kind of talk about that a little bit. I've talked with both Coach Blue. I talked with uh, uh, with Ryan last night. I haven't really talked to Travis about it. But the two coaches, you know, they're the, uh, the, they're the captains of the ship. And there was no problem with them two in that game. No, I think, you know, I mean, and Coach Blue's come out and said that, you know, he, he told Ryan to uh, leave Travis in. And, you know, it was, it was, like I said, it was a fun night. I and mean, when you're doing it, I mean, I, I'm, I'm going to use uh, my baseball team as a prime example. When I first got to Lyon County, uh, I told the guys we're, we're going to be like the McCracken baseball program. You know, and that's who we've tried to be like. And we started playing them and, and took a lot of, uh, uh, you know, a good bit of losses from them. And not just a three to one ball game, I mean, 10 run rules. Um, so, um, you know, I, I respect that. And, you know, I don't think there should be anything said about it, especially when the other coach um, had told him, hey, leave him in. 
Oh, absolutely. And I mean, you know, uh, something, you know, and you, you and I talked about this earlier today, you know, as we was, uh, we was talking about the show, that, you know, the folks come and they pay good money to see these ball games. And the folks in Dawson Springs are no different than the ones in Eddyville. Uh, they're no different than the ones in Princeton. They're no different than the ones in Marion. They come to see the teams play. And in that game right there, I really think that the folks who come and paid that money to, to, to see that game would have been cheated if, if uh, Travis come out by halftime. And it very well could have happened. And, you know, Ryan did actually give him a break uh, before halftime. It wasn't that he was always on the floor. And that's something that you like to say. Brady wasn't always on the floor. Of course, uh, you know, Jack's been out with an injury and everything like that. And, I mean, you, you know, I thought the other day, I said, you know, you put uh, you put Jack in there, and this game probably could have been a whole lot worse. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think if you look at Brady, Brady, Brady kind of got lost in the shuffle because he comes out and has a triple-double that night. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, so, you know, he had an excellent game as well. Um, so, no, I mean, the fans, like you said, they wanted it. They were excited. I mean, I remember that shot that when he hit in the corner fading away. I mean, the Dawson fans cheered just as much as the Lyon County fans cheered. Oh, absolutely. Everybody loved that. I mean, you know, um, it, it was. It was great to see. Uh, you know, everybody well, had thing, too, on that, Tom. It, it's not like – that uh, Ryan was out there pressing for four quarters either. You know what I mean? I mean, yeah, he you know he called the press off in, in in like almost the end of the first and didn't even pressure him no more. Um, so you know that to me, I mean that's uh, that's kudos to him too. And then, like I said, well, I mean he looks down and says, "Hey, I leave him in." I mean, you, you leave him in. I mean he, he's going for uh, history, and uh, you know, like I said, I, I have no issues with it. It wouldn't have mattered if he scored a hundred points that night. I, you know, I think everybody would have enjoyed it. Um, and the and the thing is, you're right. Uh, you know, Ryan did pull the press off of him midway through the first quarter. The the the, the game had gotten out of hand at that point. Uh, you know, uh, the Lions are a good shooting team. They're very talented. They're very fast. I mean, of course, I have been teasing uh, Brady shoulders uh, the last few days relentlessly. You know, he had that one really good dunk, but he missed two. <laughs> yeah. well, and here's another thing is, is uh, they could have Dawson Springs because they didn't give up. Them guys kept on flying out shooting the basketball. Uh, uh, so, I mean, you can't really – they didn't roll over and let that happen. They went out and they still played hard. Absolutely. And, I mean, you know, and, and, and I think that they enjoyed it and they got the experience out of it. I mean, how often – does a little school like Dawson Springs get to play a player that's going to end up going D1 somewhere? You know, we don't have a lot of D1 players in the second region. We don't have a lot of D1 players in the state. Yeah. But, when you look at a basketball team, could have a couple guys, two or three guys go D1. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, it, it, comes, it comes down to iron sharpens iron. And getting that experience playing, you know, as, as a young player, because, you know, we're talking uh, the oldest player on that court that night. Of course, they had Stevie uh, was in and out because that was their senior night. They also had Bryden in and out, and that was their two seniors. But the core of this team at Dawson Springs is actually sophomores. Uh, 
they're right. young and they're still learning. And that's the thing that you got to give them is they didn't give up. They could have rolled over and said, you know, man, Lyon County is going to smoke us by uh, 70 points and, and we just give up. They didn't. They played four quarters, 32 minutes, and when the uh, reserves came in, they had a smile on their face. They was enjoying it because they got to play in the game, and, you know, they uh, they got out there and they gave their all, and 32 minutes, the Dawson Springs Panthers played that game, and I am so proud of those kids because they did that. And uh, they weren't upset. You know, they weren't mad because they got beat. Um they, you know, they knew. And they, you know, of course, they're playing in front of Coach Cal, too. And, and that was a big night for everybody. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, like I said, and they are. I mean, you know, they're, they're uh, sophomore heavy. So, you know, the future's bright for them. And uh, and for those who are giving Coach Perry uh, and, and Travis a hard time, cut it out. Cut it out. Get off social media and quit that. You know, cut it out because it was a great night. Don't take that away from them. Everybody enjoyed it, and I will tell you, Coach Perry was ready to pull Travis out. And Mickey shouted down there to him a couple times, leave him in, just leave him in, because everybody was having fun watching what that kid could do. Absolutely. You know, it was a great night. Leave it alone. Uh, now move on. Absolutely, because now we got bigger fish to fry. <laughs> we have we have districts and regionals, and boy, we have seen some pretty good games. We've seen some upsets, and uh, we've seen uh, some games that are, that are going to be big going down the stretch going into the region tournament. And the region tournament, by the way, is set – we just don't know where they're going to be seated. Yeah, absolutely. We know the know the date. We know the girls is going to be a union, and the boys will be at Madisonville. Is that? Um, yeah, exactly. That that's what we do know. <laughs> yeah, we know the girls is February twenty seventh through March the third. The boys will be March first through March the seventh. Okay. Now question for you. Do you know when the draw is going to be, or have you heard? Because I haven't even heard. I think the way I looked at it here, everything will be finished by Friday night, so they usually draw next day, so it's probably most likely going to be Saturday. Okay. Yeah, I wasn't sure because I hadn't yeah. heard anybody say, and I actually forgot to ask Zach last night when I saw him at, uh, at Livingston. Yeah, the, um, the boys will finish up, let's see, uh, in boys, District 5, District 6, District 7 plays Friday night. All other games, uh, let's see, the 8th district plays Thursday night. And then girls, uh, Crittenden Livingston's Thursday night. Uh, the actual Henderson-Webster game is tonight. But the other one, Hopkins County, Madisonville, Thursday night. And um, Christian County, Hopkins, uh, Thursday night. So uh, everything, yeah, they'll, they'll draw um, Saturday, probably Saturday morning. Okay, so we'll have that next week to uh, to break down and talk about um, how that's going to shake out as far as the uh, as the way the region will align and all that stuff. Yeah, and then you look at the calendar. The girls actually start playing Monday. Yeah, so they'll finish up their districts uh, tomorrow, and then that'll give them uh, three days to rest, and then they'll start. 
uh, region play on the 27th. And again, that will be in Union County for that'll be Union County. For yeah, for girls. anybody who want who's interested in going and seeing those games, um, what I'll do is uh, once we have that information from the uh, uh, from the AD up there, Jeremy Tackett, I'll put that on the uh, the Facebook page for the West Kentucky Sports Network. That way, uh, you can purchase your tickets in advance and go up there and watch some really good basketball in this region tournament. Yeah, what they'll do is uh, on the 27th, that Monday, they'll play two quarterfinal games, and then they'll come back that Tuesday, the 28th, and play two more quarterfinal games to set up the semifinals. There you go. Okay. Now, so let, I tell you what, let's start off in the fifth district and talk about the district tournament so far for the girls. Yeah. Um, so right now in the championship, we got the Lady Rockets against the Lady Cardinals. Um, Crickton came out and, and, you know, did what we thought they would do. You know, they're very strong. They um, beat uh, Lyme County 70 to 49. Um, the next the, the game right after that was, you know, it started out a little little rough, but uh, Livingston got it going and um, ended up winning that game 42 to 26. So it sets up a Crickton County, uh, Livingston County uh, Girls District Championship. Good thing is both of them are they punched their ticket to the region. Um, this is the one, though, that we said, that, you know, we think Crittenden County is one of the top three teams. Um, and if you look at what happened this early this season uh, in the two games, um, Crittenden County's beat Livingston 61-30, to and then they beat them 65-32. Um, so, you, you, like we said, you, you never know what's going to happen, uh, but you, you've got to believe that going in, the Lady Rockets have the edge. Um, they have one of the top players in the region as well, and Taylor Guess. Um, so uh, we'll see what happens uh, tomorrow night uh, in uh, at Livingston Central. Now let's uh, talking about those early uh, those two early season games. The first half, the Lady Cardinals actually played with the Lady Rockets in both of those games, and especially in the one that was here at Rocket Arena. Uh, the uh, the Lady Cardinals were just barely trailing at the half, and the wheels fell off. Right. I mean, um, if the Lady Ro- if the Lady Cardinals go out there and put together four solid quarters, and they don't give up and they stay after them, you never know what's going to happen. I mean, um, you're looking at what could turn into be a really good ball game. And, I mean, as we saw in that in that second game the other night, um, that, that was a very chippy game. Um, it kind of got out of uh, kind of got out of hand at one point there late in the game. Uh, you had frustration on the uh, on the side of the Lady Wildcats. Uh, you had a little frustration from the Lady Cardinals, and things and things could have really gotten out of hand real quick there at one point um, there late in the game, but. The Lady Cardinals, uh, you know, as we've talked about, that's another extremely young team that moving forward from this season is going to be a tough team. I'm, I'm telling you, the 5th District is getting ready to get really exciting when it comes to girls' basketball. 
Yeah, I think so too. Um, I think it's going to be in the years to come. It's going to be a tighter um, district because right now I just think you know, and, and I've said many times, people are probably tired of hearing this, but you know, Kootenai County's just head and shoulders a little bit better than everybody with the firepower they have right now. Um, but going back to what you said, you know, Livingston playing four quarters, they're going to have to play four quarters. They're going to have to play four really good quarters to upset this Lady Rocket team. Um, the good thing is, is that their place, um, you know, when they play the Lady Rocket, so that you can give them a little bit of edge. Um, but like I said, you, you said, I mean, they're going to have to play four really good quarters um, to really come out on top on this game. And, and you know, the thing is, they – can potentially do that you know uh we've seen them do it throughout the year and you know they've uh, while they've not had the season that they they like would have liked to have had from the very get-go they've not had a season that you know you can hang your head on i mean you know no uh, they're a competitive team and these girls i mean they go out and they scratch and claw and 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 fight the whole game and you know, they ha- they just have those streaks where the shots don't fall, and that gets them frustrated. And when they get frustrated, that's when it has what's kind of been their downfall. And you know, like I said, we hope that you know we hope it comes down to a one point game. I mean, you know, because we'd like to see an exciting game for that district final. Yeah, anytime you get in district final, you're wanting that district championship to be a thriller. Uh, so you know, could be like I said, they're going to have to play. They're going to put four four really good quarters together uh, to make it happen. Now you know, uh, talking about the Lady Rockets, and and you know, we talked about this game a little bit last week. Uh, you know, they were uh, or the week before we we knew that they were going to go to uh, Hopkins Central. Yeah. And just to be honest with you. They uh, when they got to Hopkins Central in that uh, very first quarter, they kind of laid an egg, and they got behind the eight ball. I mean, Hop Central jumped all over them and was relentless. Now, the Lady Rockets, you know, they come roaring back in that game, and uh, and and they made it a game. And of course, uh, Anna Boone. I mean, you know, I'm gonna tell you. When you have a left-handed player and you're giving up that left side of that goal, she's going to eat you alive, and she did all night. Every time she went into that lane, she would uh, she'd do a, a layup from that left side, and they were just letting her have it. And, I mean, um, she was making them pay every time she went in there. So, you know, that's kind of like, you know, it's kind of what you, you like to see uh, is that, you know, they get in there and they play and they play hard. And, um, you know, like I said, that game ended up. Uh, yeah, 76-68, Hopkins County Central. Yeah. And I mean, yeah, I mean, it was a good road test for the Lady uh, Rockets here at the end of the season, too. Uh, which we, like I said, we, we've had them pegged two and three um, all season, so we knew it was going to be uh, a good basketball game and uh, didn't disappoint anybody. No, not at all. And I mean, of course, 
uh, uh, you know, Lady Storm, when I was talking to uh, Brooklyn the other day, you know, she said that, you know, they went to Henderson uh, the very next game, you know, after playing uh, Crittenden County on Tuesday. They go up to Henderson, and they got smoked. And... uh, Boy, did they ever. 60-32 to 32 in that game. And, I mean, the offense just didn't show up for them that night. And, you know, looking at that game, um, you know, you're still uh, looking at I'm, – I'm trying to pull the uh, the stats up. Well, that's kind of a common theme for anybody in the region that plays Anderson. And they pretty well get smoked. Yeah, I mean nothing against the other teams. It's just uh, Henderson County; or, or they're that good. Yeah, that, and I mean, of course, in that game, uh, you had um, uh, Gracie uh, Risley put up 19 points. Uh, Jerry Thomas had 13, and uh, Shaylin Sprinkles had 11 uh, for the Lady Colonels. I mean, you know. Um, and when you look at uh, Hop Central in that game, uh, this wasn't uh, this wasn't the game to write home about. Um, you know, they just uh, they just got up on them, and and that was uh, all that could be said. And of course, now they haven't put their stats up on that yet. And uh, uh, shame on you, Philip. <laughs> <laughs> but um, like I said, you know. Um, you still like to see that. Of course, Henderson County, you know, we'll go ahead and we'll move to the to the 6th District because that's where Henderson resides. And, of course, Henderson is 7-0 and in the region, 4-0 and in their district. And they are going to be facing the homestanding Webster County Lady Trojans who defeated Union County in their districts. Yeah, but to me, that was that was one of the ones I was watching because I thought uh, Union County was uh, on a roll. Um, and But, we, you know, we, we've said so many times how hard it is to play at Webster County. And, you know, they came out and, and beat them by 23. And, uh, you know, so – but now they have their hands full. They have their hands full. The good thing is they're playing at their gym. Um, they've played um, – like you said, they're, they're 0-2 against uh, Henderson this year. Henderson's beat them 68-17 and 62-37. to um, So – like I said, you know, it, it's going to be an uphill battle for for Webster. Um, the, the main thing is, is they're already in the region tournament. Um, so, obviously, they won't be paired on the same side as Henderson. So, you never know what can happen on that other side of the bracket. And that's true. And, I mean, you know, uh, looking at, uh, at Webster County and Henderson County uh, in their matchups, I mean, you literally have to go back to – the uh, district tournament in uh, 2020 to find the last time that the lady or yeah that the lady Trojans defeated Henderson County and that was in the championship game when they defeated them 58 to 51. So, I mean, other than that, you know, uh, for several for the last few years, Henderson has had their number. Now, of course, before that. Webster County kind of had Henderson's number, you know. So, 
you know, we see that these are two teams that really they like to compete against each other. Um, you know, when when Webster County goes to Henderson or Henderson comes to Dixon, you know. You're going to get a gym full of people. It's going to be a loud crowd. It's going to be a wild night, and it's going to be a great game, and I think that's what we're going to see tonight. Yeah, I mean, it's good. Like I said, the Webster, the Lady Trojans, they have an uphill battle, but what they have going on their side is they're playing uh, at Trojan Gym. Trojan gym. So um, you, you hope for a good game. Uh, but like I said, at the end of the day, they've already punched their ticket into the region tournament. They don't have to be on the same side. They're not paired up on uh, Henderson's side of the bracket. So, you know, whatever happens tonight, you know, you take it and, and, and you get prepared for next week. Absolutely. And, I mean, of course, um, and, and, and if you remember, last year, this was the region final was Henderson versus Webster County. So... You know, and it's two different teams this year because you know Henderson uh, lost a lot of gra- lot to graduation. Webster lost some to graduation. So, you know, this is a rematch of the region championship last year, and um, you know you had an all six district final. Of course, uh, Henderson County. Uh, you know they eliminated uh, Madisonville last year. I believe it was Webster County that um, I'd have to go back and look. I think Webster County eliminated Crittenden County last year, if I'm not mistaken. And, uh, I mean, I'll have to have to look at that because I really and truthfully, I can't remember. Yeah, I know in the, the district finals last year, Henderson uh, beat Webster 51 to 37. Um, and then uh, went on to win the region title. I don't know uh, what the score of that region final game was, um, but it, it's been pretty clear this year, clear cut that um, Henderson is definitely um, the best team in the region. And, and until somebody actually gives them a game, because I, I don't think anybody in the region has really, really come close to them. Um, you know, where their proximity is, they, they, they play a lot of Indiana schools as well, so they don't get to play as many region schools. And, you know, the fact of the matter is there's, there's probably several region schools that, that won't play them just because who they are and um, how good they are. And, you know, the, the, the other teams that, you know, you look at Hopkins County Central, who is a, uh, you know, a top three team in the region, and to go up there and, and you know, and uh, Henderson put uh, put it on them pretty good. Um, so, like I said, whoever, every, for every girls team in the region this year, it's going to be an uphill battle to knock off uh, Henderson County. I totally agree with that. And it was uh, last year in that region, uh, in the region uh, semifinals, um, Webster County defeated Crittenden County 52 to 35 and the final in that region uh, championship game I was I was actually there that night uh, 53 to 33 it was a 20 point victory in that game as yeah. well and in the championship game of course they beat them uh, 37 to 51 but um, you know so like I said these are two teams that are very familiar with each other they play each other twice a year and um, 
they're close enough that the uh, you know the girls know each other. Uh, they probably play travel ball together and and things like that. So this is this ought to be a really good game tonight that they play. And I mean, of course, that game uh, we're recording this uh, you know on Wednesday evening, and um, in fact, that game has just gotten underway about ten minutes ago. You're not so it'd be uh, interesting to see here in about an hour where uh, where that one ends up and who uh, who walks away with the championship in that sixth district. Absolutely. So now on to the seventh district. Yep, seventh district. We've got a championship of Hopkins County Central and um, the Madison North Madisonville North Hopkins. Uh, Hopkins County Central defeated Dawson Springs sixty-five to forty. Uh, the Lady Maroons defeated the uh, Lady Tigers seventy-two to forty-three. Um, so far this season, in the two games they played, it's been relatively close. I mean, um, Hopkins County uh, won both games. Fifty won the first game fifty-seven forty-three. The next game fifty-seven forty-nine. So it's gotten closer. Um, this is the one that we talk about as probably the uh, game of the week uh, for the girls. I think this will be the one that's. Uh, the closest game out of all the games um, and one to really, really watch to see uh, what happens. Uh, they are playing at uh, Hopkins County uh, Central, so um, you know a, lo- a little home court advantage there, but like I said, this is definitely the game of the week uh, for the girls' uh, district championships. Yeah, I, I, I totally agree with that. I mean, um, you know, you have the uh, uh, the seniors for uh, Hopkins Central, uh, you know, and you've got a lot of leadership there for the uh, Lady Maroons, the, the Lady Maroons, and 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 the Lady uh, and the Lady Storm are they're going to go in there and because this is a in town rivalry i mean you know they're basically uh, the schools are of six what 6 miles apart yeah i mean it's it's it, close it's one of those rivalries that could that could get heated and it can and it can get there in a hurry and uh you know the thing is you've got good coaching on both sides of the court uh you've got good players you know uh, uh you know this team's led by Brooklyn Clark who if she gets hot from the outside she is absolutely going to dominate this game in scoring and the uh, the Lady Maroons are not going to be able to do anything about that. I mean, uh, the thing if is... If she gets hot, she can make it uh, a tough night for any uh, any opponent. Oh, absolutely. And, I mean, you know, uh, she, could, she could end up dropping, you know, uh, 25, 30 points just from outside the arc. And, right. I mean, this is the type score that, uh, you know, that we see out of her. And then, of course, uh, with Emily Jones, I mean... You're looking at a uh, uh, you're looking at a duo that is just absolutely terrific, uh, you know, in scoring, and with having Mercy uh, Mercy Sutton down on the post, and with their freshmen, I mean, wow, you know, uh, frankly, uh, you know, I'm tipping my hat more towards the Lady Storm taking this one. Uh, do I think it'll be a blowout? No, I think it'll be a really good game, but I think the Lady Storm ends up winning the seventh district. I do too. I, I agree with you. I think it's going to be a good game, but I think uh, the Lady Storm come out on top like they have uh, previously uh, twice this year. Um, I just think overall they have the better team, um, and it also helps playing in their gym. 
Uh, you know, that, that, that's, that's one that the, the, the home, home court advantage could, could really help out. But I think overall, I think they are the better team. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, you know, um, of course, Madisonville North Hopkins is not the same team they were a year ago, uh, you no. know, with the absence of Cameron LaGrange and, you know, a couple other key players from that team last year. Uh, that's what your big difference is. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, like I said, but I think it, it's definitely the game of the week when it comes to what I think score-wise of what the uh, uh, close score will be. Now, the 8th District. The... <laughs> this is a tough one. It is. I mean, you have... but We have potentially set up here the very last meeting between Christian County and Hopkinsville for a district championship. Yeah, I think it'll be one more. I think they're going one more year and then getting together from my understanding. But still, this obviously could be the last because you never know what's going to happen next year. UHA, if they get better, uh, or, you know, Fort Campbell would get better. Absolutely. Uh, you know, and, of course, Fort Campbell's always a, uh, a wild card because you don't know what they're going to have. Right. I mean, just because they're um, – Let's see, what are they this year? They uh, just because they are setting at two and twenty this year, that doesn't mean that they won't be twenty and two next year. Right. So yeah, yes, with people moving in and out of the base, you just don't, you, you don't know. I know they've had a, a spell here, a pretty uh, long spell here of not being successful in the basketball court. Um, but like you said, you, you, you just never know. And of course, you know University Heights is sitting at five and twenty-three this year. You know that's where they end their season. Um, I mean, they got smoked uh, the other night by Hopkinsville, uh, sixty-six to forty-three. Um, there's no really no surprise on who is go- who is in the final in this uh, in, in this district. I mean, this is kind of both uh, teams that we talked about that we figured this is where it would be. So you know, there's no surprises. And, I mean, frankly, no, I, no. I don't think there will be a surprise on um, – No, I, I give the edge to Christian County. I know the last time they played each other, uh, Christian County got them 56 to 24. Um, that's kind of what we said in the previous shows. I just, I just thought – Christian County was head and shoulders better than everybody in this uh, district, um, and I don't, I, I don't think there will be a problem. I think Hopkinsville in the season with their eight and uh, eight and thirteen on the season, uh, Christian County did uh, finish the season over five hundred at fourteen and um, thirteen. Uh, but you look at uh, Christian County's uh, region record; the region record is eleven and five. Um, so. I think that that Christian County will will definitely come out of this district uh, for sure. Yeah, and 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 I think that no matter who they face in that first round, I mean, I think Christian County is is going to be uh, giving them a game. I mean, like I said, you know, so we know. Here's what we know: we know that Crittenden, Livingston, Henderson, Webster. 
Madisonville North Hopkins, Hopkins Central, Christian County, and Hopkinsville are going to make up the eight teams that play in the region this year. And, you know, it's uh, really and truthfully, you look at them, the, the two teams that their record doesn't show that you know if you if you went by records only well Webster County and Livingston County aren't making it to the show but when it comes down to play on the court here they are and they earned it because and I mean as I said earlier in that uh, game with Trigg County Livingston Central come out and they fought like banshees. I mean, they didn't they didn't roll over and neither did Trigg County and that was a good solid ball game right there and it just turned out that coming out of the half, the team that got the hottest was the team that won and that was Livingston Central uh led by Victoria Joyner that night, you know. Uh Victoria just I mean, she's just a uh an absolute beast on the court, uh, one of the taller kids in the region. She's good at rebounding. She's good at shooting. She's not afraid to drive the lane. She's not afraid to get her hands dirty. She's not afraid to get on the floor. And that's the kind of leadership that Livingston Central needs, and that's why they're where they're at. Yeah, uh, and, and going back on Christian County, I mean, nobody can sleep on them. Uh, they've won six out of their last eight games. That put them over 500. Uh, they played a Crittenden County team this year, and Crittenden only beat them by three. Um, so they they really have the potential um, to to uh, you know go in there and make some noise. They beat a Webster County team early in the season, 51-45. Um, so the thing about Christian County right now is they're playing really good basketball at the uh, at the right time. And that's and that's always always key to uh, you know getting it you know. First of the season is just he's just warming up because this right here is where the meat and potatoes are as we go into these tournaments and whether or not you're going to move on and go to the state tournament. Yeah, absolutely. Like I said, they've kicked it in at the right time um, and playing really good basketball when it matters. And I tell you, I mean, I'm not even I'm not even beginning to be ready to start making predictions for the region tournament. <laughs> no, like I said, every every team in the field, the other the other seven teams inside here, they've got an uphill battle when it comes to winning that region uh, championship because uh, it's going to take a really really good effort to knock off the Lady Colonels. And I fully agree with that. So I tell you what, you want to? You ready to shift gears, and we'll go over and we'll talk some boys basketball. Boys basketball, District Five championship game, Lyon County, Trigg County. Uh, it's first time Trigg County uh, has been back to the championship game in I think six or seven years. Um, who previously, you know, uh, had a good game uh, last night against uh, Crittenden. Uh, Crittenden beat them uh, the two times in their two regular season matchup. Uh, Trigg is, is starting to play um, some good basketball. Uh, they came out and, and got a real nice win last night. Lyon County kind of has done what they've done with this district and, and pretty much ran away with last night's game. So it'll be an interesting matchup. I know 
just speaking for to everybody in uh, Lyon County. Uh, the most exciting thing about tomorrow night is uh, Braden Nelson gets to play. Um, so that's, that is huge. Uh, a kid that is a terrific basketball player, a terrific kid, <clears throat> excuse me, and you're adding him into already to terrific basketball players and great kids. So this is going to be fun to watch tomorrow night. I'm happy for Braden that he finally gets on the court. Um, and, you know, it's a senior year and it's been tough. Uh, but he's stuck in there. He's been a trooper. You know, you see him on the sidelines coaching and, and really picking up his team and, and helping out. So really, really happy for him tomorrow night that, that he gets to uh, get back in action. Yeah, exactly. And, I mean, you know, of course, I couldn't be prouder of Braden. Um, you know, I, I've talked to him all year long, talked to him a lot last year. And, I mean, he's just an all-around good kid. And, you know, he, he deserves this opportunity that he's going to get starting tomorrow night. And um, I'm, I'm telling you, I think that he's going to be bringing a dynamic to the Lions that will allow them to spread the floor a little bit. Um, you know, he is not – I don't think you're going to see him uh, dropping uh, 20 or 30 points, but I think what you're going to see is him playing a role where, yeah, he's going to get some buckets, but he's also going to um, – um he's he's gonna he's gonna muddy up the uh, the field because nobody has tape on this you know no, not at all and I think where he helps them and what I've said in our previous shows is where they're lacking on a nightly basis is on the defensive end and he's an elite defender you know so he's gonna bring in uh another bot I mean a guy that can flat out guard you. He's going to help on uh, rebounding. I mean, I mean, we have some pretty good guys in there, like Brady Shoulders. You know, dominates the boards right now. You got somebody else. You know, Bree Love has been doing really job on the boards. Bray Kirk has been really job, good job of uh, of hitting the boards. But you you bring another guy in that can really hit the glass. But what it does too is, you know, everybody talks about you know Travis Brady and Jack scoring. Well, now you're adding another scorer who can who can knock the uh, shot down from the outside, who can penetrate and pull up from 15, and also a guy can get to the rim and finish. So you, you're adding another guy in there that can uh, you know put the ball through the hoop as well. But I think defensively is where he's going to make his impact early on this basketball team. And uh, you know, now you mentioned Bray Kirk here just a few minutes ago. Boy, what a couple of weeks that kid's had. You know, double figures last night. Uh, double figures in the last few games, a lot of rebounds. I mean, this is a kid that is buying into the system. He's, he's just a freshman, and, I mean, he's really beginning to show a lot of potential, which we knew he had from the get-go. Uh, there was never yeah. a doubt that Bray was going is going places. I mean, um, this is a kid that's one of the kids of the future for the Lions. Uh, also, uh, you know, um, uh, Lucas Breedlove has had a heck of a year. But, man, how about Carson Collins? He's a go-getter. I mean, <laughs> a go-getter. If there's a loose ball, you better watch out because he's going to come flying in head first. He don't care. Uh, you know, he just – I mean, just a tough kid. Um 
goes after everything. He hits the board. He's you know here recently too. He's knocking down some shots. They're finding him in the lane. Um, and another one of those, just a great kid. Um, but like I said, I mean, if you're going to go up against him, I mean, you're going to be sore after the game because he he's going to hurt. I mean, he's going to punish you. He's going to be beating on you. He's going to fly down at you. I mean, you know, that's just the type of kid he is. Exactly. And, I mean, you know, the thing is, that goes back to the Lions are reloading. I mean, these are just three. And, I mean, of course, the Lions have got a seventh-grade boys basketball team that is – they're pretty doggone good. They got an eighth-grade team that's pretty doggone good that haven't seen a minute of varsity time, hadn't been on a varsity court – and probably haven't been on a JV court, the majority of them. And well, and the thing is, you haven't seen uh, another freshman that's been hurt all season, the 6'5", Isaac Beefview. Yeah, exactly. I mean, this He's is, a really, really good basketball player. This is getting ready to be, you know, exciting, you know, more exciting years for the Lions because, uh, you know, everybody's thinking, after next year, we'll get a break. No, you're not. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, not yet. But yeah, um, sure. as much as we can say about the, uh, about the Lions, you can't sleep on the Wildcats either because, you know, they have that imposing figure in the middle. Jaden Vaughn. One Jaden Vaughn. And this is a kid, he can drop dimes on you all night from outside the arc. He's not afraid to drive into the lane. He's not afraid to dunk it on you. He's not afraid to put up that little short jumper. He's not afraid to pull up from the free throw line. And I mean, he is money. And that's the thing. You know, uh, he's a big kid. Um, he's strong. He's super long and very, very athletic. Probably one of the most athletic players in this whole region is Jaden Vaughn. Agreed. Agreed. I mean, he, he's a beast. He is uh, a freaking out. I saw, I think, the other day he picked up another football offer, one from Murray State. Um, so just an all-around uh, really, really good uh, athlete. I think, and, and this is just my prediction on it, for the, for Trent County to pull the upset Friday night, Jaden is going to have to put up over 30 points. I, I agree with that. And you're going to have to get some, uh, you're going to have to get a good game out of Good and some of those other kids. And I mean, Luke Walker's going to have to do a good job on the boards. Uh, Landon Stewart's going to have to hit some shots from the outside. Uh, Reynolds, Hunter Reynolds is going to have to hit a couple, hit some shots from the outside. Um, and it's going to be interesting to see because, you know, they put a little bit of pressure on uh, Crittman County last night and, and tried to run. Uh, but the thing about is, I mean, not too many teams want to get in a running match with Lyon County. No. Um, so, I mean, to me, it would go, you know, if I'm playing against Lyon County, I'm like, listen, we're going to take a minute and a half off every time possession, and we need to get a wide open shot. Yep, exactly. I mean, you know, uh, it really is going to depend on how well uh, they, uh, you know, they defend and and how much they can um, uh, shut down Travis Perry. Uh, and, and But not only him, because if I'm not mistaken, by the time we get to Friday night, 
we're probably going to end up seeing Jack Reddick back. You and, do, and, and and Brady's had really, really good games against Street County. Um, you know, they, they, they don't have a guy inside to match up with Brady. I mean, Brady uh, is uh, pretty dominant inside. And, you know, the thing about Brady is he can stretch you. You know, he can sit out and he can knock down threes all day, too. Um, so, they have a lot to worry about. You know, people talk about, you know, worrying about Travis. I mean, you do, you do have to worry about Travis, but you've also got to worry about Brady's shoulders. you also got to worry about Jack Reddick. And then now you got to worry about Brady Nelson when it comes to scoring. Uh, and then here, Brady, lately, Brady Hurt. I mean, like you said, Brady's been, uh, you know, averaging double figures here late. Um, so, I mean, it's, it's more than than just stopping Travis with this basketball team. Absolutely, and I mean, like last night, you know, uh, something that I was seeing in that game against Crittenden County was uh, when the Rockets would go into the lane. Um, you know, they're they're on the offensive end. You have um, you had Jaden Vaughn meeting them right there in the lane. And, I mean, I don't know how many block shots that kid had last night, but I know that he was slapping that ball away quite a bit. And yeah, and then one time there in the second half, they put him in the champion. They kind of did a boxing chaser uh, or even went man-to-man and put him in the champion. Yeah. And, I mean, it just was not a uh, – just not a good night for the Rockets last night. Um, you know, they uh, they got surprised. But the thing, too, that, they, that the Rockets had not seen in those first two meetings of the season was they had not seen a completely healthy Trick County Wildcats team. Uh, last night they had all their pieces on the court, and they played – that uh, they played to their potential and and what was uh, expected early in the season uh, for for Coach Burgett. Yeah, that and you know we, we talk about you want to be playing your best basketball uh, at the end of the stretch. I mean, Crittenden County lost either uh, last nine games coming into the postseason, so. Uh, that was one last night that honestly I wasn't surprised by just because they have, I mean, it's unfortunate, but they just haven't been playing good basketball. Like, you know, when you come into a district tournament or any kind of tournament and you're losing eight of your last nine, your confidence is not high, you know, so, um, and, you know, it's not a good situation to be in. Exactly. And, of course, I mean, uh, the week before, they had lost a heartbreaker against Dawson Springs. Um, you know, uh, Rex Blue hit that last second shot. And, I mean, it was kind of after that that you saw uh, kinda some of the wind taken out of the rocket sails right there. Yeah. Yeah, like I said, I, I, I actually predicted that game last night of, of Trigg pulling the upset. Uh, just because of uh, the way they limped, kind of limped into the district tournament. And, I mean, that's and that's taking nothing away from Crittenden County. I mean, last Absolutely night, Trent County not. came to play, and, and, they, they, and they, they got it. Yeah, absolutely. Now, uh, tell you what, we'll move on up to the 6th uh, district, and we'll be uh, – <laughs> We'll have Sir and Henderson uh, – so uh, kind of match up like the girls. Uh, they they split this year. You know, it was uh, Henderson got beat fifty seven fifty six, and then uh, beat the Trojans sixty three twenty six uh, a couple weeks ago. 
So uh, Henderson is the best defensive team in the region. Um, so, you know, that's going to play into uh, a lot of it. But this one can, can shape up to be uh, a good game. Because like I said, anytime you go uh, over in Dixon, you, you just don't know what's going to happen. We said that last time, though, and then Henderson went into Dixon and, and beat him 63-26. So it's kind of one of those that it, it, it's up in the air. You, you don't know if it's going to be a good game. It should be a good game. But uh, you, you really don't know. No, exactly. I mean, that's uh, that's kind of like that box of chocolates game. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, you just you don't know. I mean, so uh, it'll be interesting. I mean, Henderson, no. I mean, they've won six out of their last seven coming in. Um, so you know they have some some good things going. Um, so, like I said, you you, you just never know uh, what's going to happen. I mean, their last. Let's see their last four games. They did lose their uh, last game to Evansville Christian there in Indiana, uh, 52-44. But then they beat Hancock County, 75-57. They beat Union, 68-43. Webster, 63-26. And then beat the number one team over in Region 1 um, in McCracken, 47-39. So uh, they're playing good basketball right now. And, you know, that's one of the things they got going on their side coming to the tournament. And, and like I said, and, and they're also one of the best defensive teams in the region. Statistically, they are the best uh, defensive team in the region. So um, that's a team that, you know, not too many people talking about, really, when it comes to it. It's, it's pretty much, it was, well, of course, it was Lyon County UHA, but, you know, UHA is no longer in the picture. So it, it's kind of turned into a Lyon County and Christian County. But nobody better sleep on Henderson County or even Webster, a matter. I mean, uh, a couple weeks ago, they beat. Uh, either last week or week before, they beat UHA. Um, so, you know, neither of these two teams coming out of the 6th District that you need to sleep on. Oh, exactly. And I mean, <clears throat> uh, excuse me there. Of course, I mean, Webster County, uh, if you look at the way that the region is aligned right now, of course, Lyon County is still the number one team. Henderson County coming in at number two, and a lot of that has to do with, as you said, they are the best defensive team in the region. They have only given up 1,454 points. And here's the thing. Nobody, nobody is even within 100 points of that. You have to go, it's actually 130, let's see, 126 points or 124 points is the spread between the next closest team on points given up. And that team has been eliminated. Right. And it's it's almost 200 points before you find the next team that's alive that has given up. Le- uh, points even close to Henderson. Yeah, like I said, that, that's definitely not a team. They're, they're the best defensive team. Uh, not too, and not really. Not a lot of teams have, have really seen them uh, play uh, locally. Um, so, I mean, I think you know they played nine games. One of the fewest games. They played probably the fewest games in our region for in-region teams. Um, you know, and a lot of that too is proximity of where they're located, and they, they play a lot of Indiana teams. But it's a really good basketball team. They're really, really well coached. Um, but like I said, Webster too. I mean, you know, both teams are going into the uh, region tournament. 
and and they can sneak at Western can sneak. I mean, it, so but neither of these teams are that you can sleep on at all. Right. It, exactly. I mean, you know, this is uh, it's a situation of. Uh, this is this. It's going to be this. Is going to be another really good game, and of course, I mean, you know, of course, they've got uh, some really good players. You got the rideout kid, um, Cooper Davenport. Uh, you know, Cooper can drop 20, 25 points on you real quick, uh, and and does it on a regular basis. But I'm telling you, this. Gerard Thomas, and of course he's one of the uh, uh, the KABC Players of the Year in the second region, along with um, uh, Marcus Eaves. But I'm going to tell you, I'm not so sure. And they, of course, this is your seniors. I mean, you know, of course, a lot of people say, "Well, where's Travis Perry? Travis Perry is a junior. They don't. They're not in consideration for that." Yeah, basketball's a little different. They only do seniors. But. When you look at Gerard Thomas, that kid's a stud. I mean, he is—he's a kid that could jump out of the gym. I mean, you know, he likes to play above the rim. Uh, but here's the thing: if you sleep on him from the outside, he will rain threes on you all game long, and is not afraid to do it. And um, I mean, he's averaging. He's their leading scorer. He's averaging eighteen point four a game. Um, really good basketball player, really good defender. Um, so, like I said, it's you definitely can't think that they're. I mean, and they're a team that is the confidence in the world going into this region tournament of thinking, hey, you know what? You know, we can win this thing. Exactly. And that's the uh, that's the thing. I mean, you know, you you never know. Um, you never know what's what's going to happen, and that's why we play these games. I mean, you know, we saw uh, Webster County just stun them earlier this year on their own floor, and now, and then, you know, of course, like you said, Henderson goes right back down there and then beats their brains in, you know, a week later. But, uh, you know, when it comes down to um, this game tomorrow night, who knows? It's going to be a good game. Yeah, this game's actually, it's actually played Friday night. Okay, is it Friday? Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. District five, six, and seven's Friday night, and then District eight's tomorrow night. But still, like you said, I mean, it, it's going to be a fun one to watch, uh, and going to be interesting to see uh, what the outcome of that game is. Now, seventh district. <laughs> Yeah, you got Madisonville and and Hopkins County Central. Um, the last game they played was is a little tighter, sixty five to fifty four. First game uh, with a blowout. Um, it's one of those hard. Like I said, the good thing is is um, the Storm is played in their gym. Uh, they shoot it really well in their gym. Uh, it could be it's an in, it's an in town rivalry, in county rivalry. Um, you know, you got the former uh, top player from Hopkins County Central that's now playing for Madisonville North Hopkins. Uh, this is one of those games that you don't know what's going to happen. Exactly, and there's a you know a, a lot of good uh, you know this is this is probably another one of those games that. 
you know, it could actually turn out to be the game of the week. And but for Hopkins Central, it's also going to depend on what team shows up. You're right. You're right. I mean, if you look at them, the team that's not them showed up the first half against Caldwell County. Not not technically with Caldwell County because they've been playing better basketball here late. But then the second half, they're, they're a whole different team and, and come out. And, you know, they were – it's pretty much, I think, an 18-point swing uh, at one point. So, um, kudos to them. But you're right. You don't, you don't know which one's going to show up. And, and I think you could say the same with Madisonville. You know, they've been kind of up and down. But here lately, they've been playing a lot better. Um, so, it's going to be – like I said, it's going to be interesting to see with Hot Central playing at home. It gives them a little bit of advantage, but North Hopkins, you know, is a is a top four, top five team in the region. Uh, now, probably a top three team if you top, uh, say top four team if UHA getting out. So, uh, you, just, you, you just never know. Exactly. So, I mean, like I said, I you know this is a this is a, a one that I don't even want to guess who's coming out of that region as the first seed, uh, and and going into the uh, going into the tournament. I mean, by stats, it appears to be uh, Madisonville North Hopkins. Um, yeah, I think Hopkins County Central is going to have to shoot really good from the outside to to pull this upset. That's that's my prediction on this district. They're going to have to shoot good from the outside to pull this upset. I, I, but they're I capable of it. Exactly, uh, Trevor Weldon and um, and Drake Skeen. I mean, they can uh, they start dropping dimes from the outside and really make it for a long night for uh, and you got, Marcus Eve. Michael Felix is a really really good basketball coach. I mean, you, the adjustments he made last night against Caldwell uh, coming out of halftime. I mean, so you got to give. Uh, kudos to him of, uh, and, and the team of, uh, of having a really good basketball coach as well. Exactly. And him knowing, uh, you know, uh, Madisonville North Hopkins the way he does, I mean, he could uh, – you never know what kind of uh, a game he might have up his sleeve. And uh, he might be just absolutely prepared for this. And um, uh, the storm come out both guns blazing and, uh, and run away with it. And then again – they could come out, and the Maroons just run over them. That's why we're playing the game Friday night. There you go. Now, to the 8th District. Game of the week. And, uh, yes. Now, here's uh, – we talked about this earlier uh, when I called you. And uh, I'll go ahead and I'll, I'll just go ahead and cover the 500-pound uh, the, the elephant here. Um, our hearts, and speaking for Ricky here too, our hearts go out to uh, University Heights Academy. Um, I'm sure uh, most of you are aware of what happened yesterday um, with their coach. And, I mean, no school deserves that. Um it's it's gut wrenching. It's heartbreaking because on the court, their coach is one of the best coaches in the region, and that was the reason that he was chosen as coach of the year. And unfortunately, if what is alleged is true, 
Off the court, not so much. And yeah, our hearts and, and, and prayers go out for the players and the community there at UHA. And, you know, they'll get somebody in there next year. They'll do a fantastic job. They've got a, a ton of talent coming back. Um, so um, they'll be they'll be a force to be reckoned with next year too, as well. Exactly, and I mean that's that you know that's a tight tight little school, you know, small school, and yeah, we know it's pri- we know it's a private school. We're not going to debate that here, but you know, again, our hearts and prayers go out to the family at UHA and to the uh, to the players and the faculty and and especially to their uh, athletic director uh, Taylor Sparks, uh, one of the nicest guys in the world hats off to him as always absolutely absolutely uh, now moving on from that <laughs> game of the week game of the week uh gonna be that, that's tomorrow night 7 30 um christy county Hoptown. uh anytime these two teams get together you can throw out uh previous scores or anything like that i will give you previous scores though you know it was a t- tough battle early in the season Christian County uh, came out 62 to 60. Uh, here recently, though, um, Christian County beat them 82 52. So, but I think this is a game that you can throw previous scores out. Anytime these two teams get together, you don't know what's going to happen. I guarantee you tomorrow night um, it's going to be a packed house there. I know there's a lot of people from uh, uh, Lyon County that, that's going to watch the game as well because it's going to be an outstanding basketball game uh, and, and definitely a fun one to watch. Exactly. I, you know, and you, you kind of can't wait for a game like this, you know, because you know that it's going to be that good. And um, you know that these uh, these kids are going to uh, get out there, they're going to give it them all, uh, give it their all, and um, – it's going to be uh, going to be pretty uh, awesome to see, and we just hope that you know they have a uh, have a really good game. Now I'm not sure, but has Deshaun Mercer come back yet? I haven't seen. Uh, I'll tell you. Let me look. Uh, I mean, that's a that's a key key to them is definitely having him on the floor. Um, I haven't seen him in any of the games here. Um, let's see. No, he still he, he didn't have any stats from the other night, so no, he, he he's still not there. Yeah, so I mean, that's going to be a uh, uh, that's going to be a big uh, factor in this game. Of course, um, Bubba Level, man, what a kid, <laughs> man, alive. Yeah. Um, watching them play in that game down there at Lyon County here a couple of weeks ago during the Akron shootout, man, Bubba just had a he, he had a game. He had himself a day, and um, of course you've got um, you know Antonio Williams uh, who can pretty much do it all. Uh, you know, yeah. inside, you outside. You don't like dunk on your head too. In <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Yeah. Hey, he jumps over the backboard. <laughs> but yeah, uh, I think that's where the advantage goes. For, um, I don't know. I mean, it's, it, like I said, it, it's hard. This game here is hard to pick for the simple fact is you, you with the, the in town and district rival. I mean, so how big that is. 
Um, I mean, that's, that's a hard game to pick. That's why, I, why we picked it game of the week because, you know, it's it, it could be a coin toss. I mean, you just you just never know what's going to happen. Exactly. And, I mean, of course, with, you know, Christian County, you've got Daryl Bateman uh, and Jordan Miles. I mean, you know, those two right there are just, you know, astronomical players. And, you know, Kavarius Vaughn. You have to look at this team. This is a team with two seniors. I'm sorry, three seniors. Because you've got uh, you've got Blanton also. You got Blanton and Sanders the fourth, and Vaughn as the seniors on that team. This is a team that's coming back again next year. Yeah, going to be a really really good basketball team. Really good basketball team. And, and they've got a really good basketball team right now. Oh, absolutely. And, I mean, um, just like I said, you know, they and they've kind of put the uh, they've kind of put the region on notice this year. You know, of course, we even with uh, Hopkinsville, I mean, they're still they're still relatively a young team, too. Uh, you know, of course, Bubba Lavelle is uh, a senior. Uh, Deshaun Mercer is a senior. Uh, Jacob Gavin and um, Gavarian Northington and Camarian uh, Smith, they're all, um, they're all seniors for that team. But they've been able to get in there and, and play as a unit there at Hopkinsville. So... You know, like I said, it's just interesting to see how this turns out, uh, who comes out on top and goes into the uh, into the region. And as you know, Hopkinsville has been to that region final many, many times. This is not someplace that they haven't been. This is not even – this is – this year, it's a place they were at last year and they got beaten by the Lyon County Lions in that final, and they want nothing more than that next crack at the Lions. Yeah, I mean, and, and you look at it, the loser, nobody wants, no winner of any district wants one of them guys in the first round for, as a loser game, you know what I mean? So if Christian County wins, nobody wants to draw Hoptown in the first round. And then Hoptown wins. Nobody wants to drive Christian County in the first round, even though you're a district winner and you're the top seed. I mean, you don't want to draw one of those teams in the first round. I mean, that's how good both of these teams are. Exactly. And, I mean, of course, we saw the game at Hopkinsville earlier this year. Now, of course, the uh, region tournament's going to be at Madisonville, so there's no home advantage correct. for either one of these teams. Yeah, but correct. Lyon County played Hopkinsville at Hopkinsville. They won 77-66. Uh, to 66. Um, looking back here and seeing where um, if they played anybody else. Um, they did defeat Madisonville North Hopkins at Madisonville, 65 to 50, um, in a really yeah, good that was game. Like I mean, of course, Henderson County, they come down to Hopkinsville beat? and they beat Hopkinsville, 62 to 52. Yeah, but here's another one that we thought that was going to come, you know, be the one that really challenged the lines was UHA. And then they beat UHA the other night, 55 52, to bounce them out in the first round. Um, so that was a huge win. 
exactly. And I mean, of course, we're still going back to uh, to December here. Uh, Madisonville did defeat Hopkinsville, sixty three to fifty eight. Uh, Webster County lost to them by ten, eighty nine to seventy nine at Hopkinsville. So you know, they a lot of these teams have already seen Hopkinsville this year. Yeah. Now, uh, uh, Christian County. Let's see. Um, Madisonville North Hopkins did beat Christian uh, Christian County fifty four to forty nine way back in December. Uh, the Lions defeated Christian County eighty five to seventy two, and um, let's see. Uh, of course, you know there was a two point game between the uh, the Colonels and the Tigers. Uh, Henderson County defeated Christian County fifty four to forty nine, and um, I mean. Like I said, yeah, they both play. I mean, they, they both beat really good teams. Like I said, that's why you, you just never know. That's why I said that even the loser of this game, nobody wants to pick up in that first round. No, no. This is this is the uh, this is the worst draw that you can make, other than possibly the Lions. <laughs> and that's no disrespect to the other ones because you know uh, I think that Henderson and Webster game, you know, whoever loses that, that's a tough draw in the first round. Yeah, I, you know, you, you don't you don't want to go into the loser bracket in this tournament at all. No. And really, truthfully, do you want to go into the winner's bracket? <laughs> well, it's tough. It, you got two other teams. I mean, it, it, it could be tough. I mean, this is this is a region that shaped up, too, to, uh, you know, at the beginning of the year, Lyon County was the favorite. I still think they're, they are the favorite. But, man, I'm telling you right now, Everybody's got their work cut out for them to win this region. Exactly. This is not going to be a region where anybody rolls over and just lets uh, swings the the door open wide. No. Um, you know, even if UHA doesn't lose the other night, uh, you know they were going to give somebody problems. No matter that first game that they played, Hopkinsville, UHA. No matter who played that game right there. It was going to be a tough competition for the um, uh, for the Colonels, and it's going to be a tough competition for the uh, uh, rest of the teams in the uh, in the region. Absolutely, it's shaping up to be a good one. Uh, real quick, though, the region for uh, the boys March first will be the first two quarterfinal games. March 2nd will be the second quarterfinal games. Semifinals will be March 6th. And championship will be March 7th. All at Madisonville. I tell you, I, I think it's going to be... I think it's going to be pretty doggone good. And I'm trying to get a report right now out of um, out of Webster County Henderson Webster. To see... Um, I'm looking for my guy here now because I I know I know Hunter is there. Hunter's always there. Um, uh, he's active, so maybe he'll give me a score here real quick. Um, hopefully, he'll have something uh, here, and we will know. Um, he might be ignoring you. You know what's funny? He just sent me. Oh wow! <laughs> Talk about being on the same wavelength. It's like he was listening to this live, and this is not live. This is recorded. He <laughs> was literally sending me a picture of the scoreboard when I asked him, "Are you at Webster?" <laughs> nice. So, um, 
Yeah. Um, what score that game? Fifty-one to twenty-three. Woo! And I think that game is over. Yeah, I mean, it's been about an hour and a half. It's already at six, so kind of what we expected there. Kind of what we expected there. So Henderson's going to go in. Uh, oh, uh, the winner of District Six and Webster, Lady Trojans will go in as a uh, runner-up uh, to the region tournament. Actually, no, this game is not over yet. Um, it's the start of the fourth. And uh, so, like I said, you know, of course, uh, again, for those who are listening a little bit later, uh, we're recording this on Wednesday night um, at 7.30, and uh, this game is still in progress. Uh, but Henderson County has taken a 52-21 to 21 lead over uh, the Webster County Lady Trojans. So, most likely, uh, Henderson going as the one seed. Yeah, yeah, I, I as don't. A, as a district champion, now if, if it's gonna be that would be uh, it's it's almost impossible in the credit. Yeah. Now, like I said, now he may he may send back here in just a second say, oh no 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 the score you're reading that wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 don't, I don't think we're reading it wrong. Uh, no, I wasn't reading it wrong. He come he come back. He said because I, I said crazy, but Henderson is the is the best in that region. He comes back. He said, yep. <laughs> yeah, kind of kind of what we we, we discussed. So, so yeah, we'll we'll give a give a, a shout out to uh, Hunter Jennings there. Hunter's a, a good kid. I don't know if you know him or not, do you, Ricky? I don't. Uh, he's uh, he's up at Union County. Really good kid, and um, I mean, of course, always a shout out to him. And of course, uh, of course, we got to give our complimentary shout out to uh, Brandon Shoulders. You know, who's on both of us about uh, getting this podcast out every week. <laughs> Absolutely, absolutely. But um, we definitely, uh, you know, like I said, I think we pretty well have covered uh, everything imaginable to man that we could cover in this uh, podcast. And boy, we've really stretched. We've really stretched this one out after we said, "Oh yeah, this ought to be a quick one." <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's going to be a fun rest of the week to see um, uh, how it turns out, and then we'll be waiting Saturday for the. Uh, region uh, drawing to happen so um, we'll definitely be back on air next week and, and, and get it going Exactly. And, uh, you know, see if we can't uh, break it down and, and get ready to go into the uh, it, you know, through the region tournament and on to uh, the state tournaments Absolutely, absolutely So that's going to do it for us here on the Tom and Coach Show. We, as always, appreciate you listening and being a part of the West Kentucky Sports Network and being a part of this podcast. We appreciate each and every one of you that listen, and we hope that you enjoy this every week as much as we do. Absolutely. Appreciate you guys. Thanks. Have a great week, and God bless.